Today on the show, I'm happy to have Sergey Suganov. He's the co-founder of AI Superior. They're accelerating business growth through AI innovation. And he had a pretty interesting story of how he started this business. So, Sergey, how did this come about? Hi, everybody. So this is uh, quite interesting and challenging at the same time. So we started our business end of 2019. And you might remember that in the beginning of, uh, of 2020, there was a COVID that striked uh, suddenly and uh, there was a major shutdown of, of many countries that many businesses just went down. You also can remember that there are many markets that also went down and nobody knew what to expect. There were different predictions. There was huge uncertainty how the, the world would evolve. And this also obviously brought us into a small shock, I would say, maybe not small, maybe quite significant shock, actually. So we, as a fresh company, right, without any stable revenue, with goodwill to, to support other companies with the AI transformation, we didn't know how to react. At the same time, what saves us, I think we uh, identified a great opportunity out of this whole situation. So despite huge uncertainty, despite yeah, that companies didn't want to invest for some months into new developments, especially if you're talking about uh, this risky field as AI, and we can obviously discuss uh, this further, but the need for companies to go digital, and this was also very relevant to Germany. You might know that Germany is quite conservative with respect to the processes. There are a lot of things still on paper, and this basically facilitates facilitated. Um, yeah, the whole transformation, bringing data to the digital world, let's say, to the digital infrastructure. And this is the first step for AI. So we just uh, directly could see that uh, it would go digital, maybe a little bit later. But on the other hand, it would be a huge wave with uh, the need of yeah, doing something with this data, right? Find patterns, uh, utilizing this data for, for better business, for better logistics, for better processes, for automation. And this is where we are uh, currently. So we uh, yeah, could overcome this situation. We did our marketing uh, and uh, a lot of sales activities during this time, during the COVID time, during this shutdown, and then it, it paid off. So we, we are now back in business and uh, doing quite well. So what areas are you focused on in Europe? We are covering actually many industries, many verticals. And this is an interesting thing about AI because you are able to apply practically the same approaches or the same methodologies to very different industries. Just take a telco companies or a banking companies, right? It seems like very different industries, right? Very different segments. On the other hand, they utilize very similar data. So they have yeah, tables with their users or customers. They have some data or some tables with transactions. And what they want to do, they typically want to custom yeah, segment or cluster their customers. And you, you utilize practically the same methodology. And this allows us to, to work across different domains. So we work in pharmaceutical, doing image processing for cancer research, for example. And yeah, we're applying quite standard, I would say, obviously advanced, but standard in the field of AI or computer vision algorithms. So they're helping to, to, to find better treatment for cancer disease. We are working a lot with yeah, financial organizations. We are working with governmental, for example, city municipalities to process images from, from satellites or drones to make our cities more clean, to find trash, to find debris on streets and uh, construction debris, for example, and then to make them cleaner. So I would say it's a bright variety of industries. I would say any industry you pick, we had a project there. So you guys are building custom solutions for businesses? Right. 
So how is the word getting out right now about uh, what you guys are doing? Uh, could you please repeat? Sorry. Yeah, how are people finding you right now? Is a lot of word of mouth, isn't it? So obviously, yes, obviously our network hel helps a lot. So we, we are getting contacted by, yeah, through our network, through our customers that recommend us. So we have quite a high retention rate if, if you're talking about our current customers or past customers and they recommend us. They put their recommendations on different platforms and then people are coming through there. And I would say this is the most, yeah interesting channel for us because the trust is already established, right? So when we got recommend, recommended, then it means that we don't need to go through this yeah, establishment of trust or credibility. And this is something that uh, you would need to do once uh, you get the customer from just, yeah, fr from the streets, let's say it like this. Yeah. On the other hand, we have presence in the web. So we have our website, uh, people come to us through Google. People also come from LinkedIn, so we publish some news, we publish achieve our achievements, we publish some tips, how to better apply AI in which domains. For example, there is a hot topic related to large language models, and we yeah, try to give tips and navigate yeah, our subscribers with this, and it also pays off, so people are coming from these channels. What does, what does a company need for a custom AI solution uh, to make sense? Is there a certain amount of data or a certain size they need to be? Yes, sometimes there is a, I would say, a confusion or wrong understanding. So some people think that uh, you would need to have tons of data. You need to be a large enterprise to, to start your data journey. On the other hand, it could be a very small company. Sometimes we work with small startups. that are just one, two, two people start up and we are developing solutions from them. So there is a lot of data already available in open source. So in the internet and these sources are obviously, they can be used to build models, to build yeah, POCs, proof of concepts, then to move on to MVP. And practically, I would say there, there are no limitations. So obviously, if you would like to build an AI solution for your customers, take it into account your customer information. So then you would need to have some data about your customers, their interests maybe, or transactions, if you are talking about, for example, financial organizations or, or some other data. So that that's what you would need. But yeah. Nowadays, you don't need to have a huge, huge amount of data. Sometimes you just need, yeah, to start, you just need to, just a couple of tables with, with data and then you would see how, how powerful AI is. What would be an example of a small startup like that where this would make sense? Just to give you an example, uh, we had a startup that wanted us to classify the emails uh, because they were building uh, a solution to just automatically schedule uh, online meetings with with, uh, with with customers. And in this case, obviously, you could think you would need a lot of emails with different replies from customers, with different uh, suggestions of time and so on. But on the other hand, uh, this data can be easily generated artificially. And this is uh, what we did. So one of the options to, to go directly with, with the project is to use uh, artificially generated data. And nowadays, with maybe you've heard about gener generative AI, so with these technologies, you can generate quite quite quality data that might be used future for your models. So if one of our listeners wanted to get in touch about your services or learn more about your company, how could they do so? They can obviously go to our website, aisuperior.com, or yeah, they can uh, send us a message, um, yeah, give a call. They can also visit our LinkedIn page, directly subscribe to it because we post there really a lot of interesting information that might help you in your, your daily business 
yeah, I would say these two channels would be the, the, the best. Thank you, Dr. Sergey, for coming on the show and everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. If you like the show, make sure to give us a five-star review. I'm your host, Chad Pilecki, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.